Everybody. Both of you all have a good podcast. Thanks. I'll have a good podcast. I'll roll high. Roll high. Oh, okay. Daniel's doing a simultaneous podcast at the same time. What about? He is, his podcast is a uh, family, I called, I used to call it Christian D&D, but he resented that. It's a family-friendly D&D podcast. Good night, Henry. Is it not Christian? I mean, like, it's not Christian. It's just that, like, everybody who's in it and runs it is Christian. And it's just like, you know, it's like, like, they can't tell any dark humor, I guess. I've never listened to his podcast. He's been doing it. <laughs> years he's never listened to mine it's yeah, a, of course not. i mean who does but yeah <laughs> i mean does it do like can they can they do like job as a character sure, come in oh my god there's literally this is what zelda's gonna look like zelda's gonna have a little cast like that i think so all right i really am on the podcast now plug my computer back in Sorry. thank you baby you're welcome sorry Hello. Oh, is that a uh, masculine feminine in the background? Yes. That, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I I always think whenever I see F fence, I always think it's just going to be who did that film? Lay F fence, uh, terribly, terribly. I don't know how to say French stuff. <laughs> I don't know that film. I know the the directors. I used to get called that kind of. Didn't fucking um or maybe it was That's Ross Fender used to be called that. I don't know. That's the French. Oh yeah, do you know um sorry, I don't mean to just focus on you now, but did you know um the guy from that Rattles Day Dinner Day died a few years ago? The main guy? Yeah. Bummer. Yeah, he oh. died and nobody found out till like last year. Yeah. I mean well, rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking rad. Hello there, Ben. Yeah, for context, for La Raluze Denu Day was a Japanese band whose lyrics were in a combination of French, Japanese, English, and an invented beat language from the guy to alienate his audience further. And it was just like noise rock. And then um, then the bass player uh, hijacked a plane and f- took it to North Korea. And then uh, this main guy went into hiding. <laughs> yeah, I have. Let's see. Heavier than a death in the family. Oh, he took his headphones off. Oh. <laughs> He's really determined to find this record. Hey, so yeah. like when he went to North Korea, did he defect to North Korea? I think so. Yeah. Well, he was Japanese. So he, like, did he land and now he's just having a chill life? I don't know. I never heard anything more about that. That's just all I know is that he hijacked that plane. I heard about there was one guy that defected to North Korea during the Korea War, and I watched a documentary about him, and they like basically treat him like a king in North Korea. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I think that was a real issue with the whole brainwashing uh, theory. <laughs> it was just that they were being treated well, and they're like, no, we don't want to go back to the war crimes. Um. I have that album too, though. I think I great paid. album. It's yeah, great. I, think I think it's I only bootlegs. I, I don't think there's an official release. Of it. There are no official releases. They never released an album. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Uh, yeah, even though there's that one studio piece, but that's also a bootleg. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I only spent like twenty five bucks on that, and I think you spent like twice that. <laughs> I spent a lot of money on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it in just under the wire, I guess, right before. I don't know what happened. People started listening to them again or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just like one day, dis, like Discogs just dried up on that that copy. Or I, or I think it maybe has something to do with like the crackdown and like selling bootlegs. On oh, Discogs. could a, be that. I don't know. 
um but this like the actual listing was still there it was just mm. like this is like the only copy i could find that was under like 100 damn mm -hmm. yeah i feel fortunate i actually bought it from my ex-girlfriend i just kept it because whatever yeah, fuck it yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Jennifer, are you ever going to finish your uh, year of reading the Bible? No, like I have now started writing a book proposal for a book that I think I'm going to finally publish about like dirtbag Christian polyamory or whatever, but Oh, cool. But no, I'm I'm going to start it again this week. <laughs> Watch <laughs> me. I'll do it. I I uh I just have too many projects, you know. I should I have to, I, the one I, I would be fun to nix is the OnlyFans, but that's the one I make the most money on. So I can't nix it. I make $0 on reading the Bible. Yeah. I don't make money doing anything. Um, so I can't relate. I only make money on OnlyFans, not because nobody has ever bought baking content or like asked for a recipe. I've obviously only ever made, made money on OnlyFans, like showing people my boobs. And so. Oh, I didn't realize you were doing that. What I've talked about it. Um, I don't like advertise it and I don't do it in the main. Like I don't do like unlock this post and see my tits. <laughs> but like if people DM me and they're like, Hey, do you sell? And and I'm like, sure. Like, why would I say it sounds no? pretty like amazing that you can get like you can have a lucrative business doing like speakeasy nudes. Yeah. Yeah. Like like I you have a fucking it's well. like a secret menu and shit and like that's where you get you most of your revenue that's, that's i mean nice. i made a link tree for all my links and um the only fans gets probably i don't even know like quintuple the amount of views as the other the other <laughs> sites that i have listed like only like my my fiction writing and like my blog how are people finding like are they, are they just going there expecting to find OnlyFans? Like, I mean, I, I say, like, this is my baking OnlyFans, and then they click it, and then they just DM me. And, like, set, and the, I, and like, what, a couple of, so usually they're just like anonymous guys, and I don't know who they are, and that's fine. But, like, a couple of guys have bought nudes for me, and they're like, hi, this is so and so from college, blah, blah, blah. I would like to buy nudes. And then they don't, yeah, and I'm like, Okay, sure. And then they don't anymore. Yeah, I know. Don't bother like... Me. <laughs> like if they're not bothering me, then fine. Like go for it. They like they haven't. I haven't been really bothered by anyone from OnlyFans. I don't know if I could like ever uh, introduce myself that way to somebody who's asking me from. Yeah. Yeah, just do it anonymously. Like, like a new tra like a transaction. Like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 from the area. Do you do you know this person? Like, <laughs> Yeah. There was one guy who was two like ships in the night. It's gonna be two. The scariest interaction was somebody asked me if I did. They were like, "You live in Richmond. You do in person stuff." And I was like, "No." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be part of that culture. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with any of those people. <laughs> um, uh, but but being like, how are they? Why are they clicking on your link tree to begin with? I guess is what I was wondering. Like, I mean, people just click on you if I like if I do an interesting tweet or like I do a picture <laughs> on Instagram, people will just like I have my link tree posted everywhere. So, like, um, people are just like, like, see what it's about. And then if they think, what's this person like? Will I subscribe to her Christian blog? Will I look at her fiction writing? Will I listen? I have this listed too. Will they, I listen to her weird podcast? Oh, OnlyFans. Click. Yeah. I feel like actually thinking back to like, because I've, I've started clicking through people's profiles because like there's always some new like hot girl avatar going viral on Twitter, like always dressed casually, like posing in an empty room with like some apartment somewhere and you call invariably whenever you see these people go viral you click on their profile the first thing you see is an only fans link so i wonder <laughs> if that I've, i don't ever go to them because i don't care i'm not gonna spend money on that <laughs> um but uh because i don't have any money but i wonder if that's just what everybody's doing but they're actually going and buying it and that's why there's so many only fans and that's why they're clicking through your profile <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. 
I mean, the worst one is that one guy, and it was an Italian guy, and <laughs> and he like not Italian American, like somebody from Italy was like, "Please, madam, I would like to see one nude." And I was like, "Here you go, like you can <laughs> lock it." And, and I was like, "Here you go, you can lock it for eighteen dollars." And he was like. <laughs> Please, madam. <laughs> and he just, was like, "Can you spare one nude?" Can I have some more? And, and he was like, "I don't have something on the cutting room floor. Just, just give me, give me a little sliver." <laughs> and he was like, "I don't have any money, ma'am. Can I see it for free?" And I was like, "No. Like that's the point of this website." And this little Dickensian creep. Like, and, and, and he was like, like just and, a morsel." And, Yes, and he was like, but I am, and I was like, but I am only asking. He was like, but I'm only asking for one picture. And I said, the, and I was just like, there is porn for free on the internet. <laughs> That's really interesting. Like, what is it that makes people that desperate just to see a specific person naked? <laughs> just Photoshop your head on somebody else's body. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, shit, Laura. Uh, I've been doing face yoga. What does that mean? It's if you look it up, it's like yoga. It's like here, here's one of the face yoga moves. It's like. Oh wait, do you like? I knew a guy. It's supposed to make you. It's supposed to make you look younger. Yeah. Without Botox. I I worked with this guy. He was like in his mid fifties, and obsessed with yoga and like YouTube videos about health that veered very heavily into conspiracy theories. And one of the things was, yeah, like doing like neck yoga and face yoga to like keep his. Like, you Did know that thing guys him? in the 40s do? I don't think so. Um, <laughs> he was he was very into it. He would always just call with like, not call. He would always just come in and he would just start rambling about like whatever fucking like nootropics he was taking and how viral it makes him. And <laughs> I and that I guy my... ended up becoming Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing nootropics when uh, the pandemic started Why? and I I was just buying shit. I was like, oh, I want to be thin. Like, I want to extend my memory. I don't want to get Alzheimer's. Like, so you're um, buying like, like Alex Jones pills? No, no, no. I would buy like the individual, like I bought DHE. Oh, and I bought lots of mental health ones because um, SAME, like, I don't know what they were. Like, and I would, I would look them up on WebMD to see if there was any proof and like adaptogens was my big one. And anyway, so I go to, I go to the doctor and they're like, um, do you, they're like, do you drink heavily? And I was like, no, I really like don't drink that much at all. They're like, well, your liver enzymes are fucked. (laughs) (laughs) And, and so like, and so I went off like everything, but like probiotics, which like, whatever. That's Um, not even real either yeah like, oh yeah they're probably not real either and well, um probiotics is like specific to your gut uh culture like so you like everybody ooh. needs different like it's all gonna like there's no like surefire pill for that um, i just eat pickles which is a good pretext <laughs> to just eat a ton of ton of pickles. i had fermented seaweed at dinner tonight how was okay. that it was like kimchi or something or is it kind of it's a little more pungent and grassy sorry now i know like uh seaweed's supposed to be like the next big thing now they're gonna make it's been it's been around for fucking ever well for white people (laughs) oh well who gives a shit about people they're they're turning seaweed into fake meat next are they all right cool what kind of fake meat I saw that somebody made a burger patty. I read a Nat Geo article about it. Oh man, they're just straight up doing like SpongeBob right now. That's that's <laughs> fucking rad. I'm into that. Uh, well, uh, yeah, but I mean, like they're supposed to be high in protein, right? And then like they're they're like they're gonna be the next superfood. I was reading. My girlfriend <laughs> just texted me microbiome, not culture. Thank you. Is this related? Is this relating to what just what we were just talking about, or is like an- the minute before that? Um, the um, the the what's that shit called? The probiotics. Is she is she in the room right now? No, she's in the other room. Okay, <laughs> she's real too. I, I <laughs> <laughs> hi, Laura. Oh, she's collecting audio. Laura, yeah, it should um. 
if you go into the settings, it should be like the same as anything else if you're recording. I didn't realize you had like a fancy mic now. Not that I don't even know if she can hear us. Oh yeah, maybe you need to uh oh didn't this happen with the last guy too? This is gonna be something that happens with fucking Zoom every time. Can you hear me now? Oh yeah, we can. Yeah. Test. Can you yeah. hear me now? Yeah, can you hear us? Hi. I guess not. <laughs> no, we can hear you. Laura. Great. Can hot here. Select a different microphone. Speakers, basic driver, go to base. You will have to edit this out, Rob. I mean, we'll see. Who's listening to this? <laughs> I'm going to listen to see if you edited this out. That's something. I heard something. I think that was, you. That was probably me. How do I? Oh, that's what happened. How are you, Laura? Uh, all right. Hanging in there. Yeah. Just like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. How, how's the pandemic been? Because I mean, you used to do some shows, but um, now fuck, I ain't done anything since 2016. Well, actually, I take that. No, wait a minute. Hold on, take that back. We did do me and Steve did a house show. Well, actually, it was supposed to be just a show that he did, and I kind of wormed my way into it, and it was a fucking disaster. Where was that at? Was that in Ohio or Indiana? Yeah, it was in Cincy. It was a house show. We, uh, it was a thing in somebody's garage, and it was just it was a fucking train wreck. <laughs> What's wrong with it? Because it just it was just it just didn't work. I sh I shouldn't have fucking did what I did, or me and Steve should have worked something else out. We were going to do a collaborative performance, and he was using this big ass keyboard amp, and I'm trying to, you know compensate using a pair of fucking 20 watt randalls i'm like this ain't working and he didn't want to take time to mic shit up with the pa that the guy had he's like no let's go let's go i'm like god damn it man did now, people show up for that yeah well yeah. what it was it was it was it was that and there was a couple of like uh like there was one dude that was doing like a one man band, kind of a death grind thing where he'd play guitar and do vocals at the same time and they'd run drums off the computer Mm -hmm. And then there was another band that did the same thing, but one was, there was a guy on guitar and dudes on vocals. And uh, then there was a movie that they showed uh, that was filmed in Cincy in the late eighties called dead beat by Dawn. And uh, there was a dude that was supposed to show up who was in the movie, but he got like really sick or he had some fucking medical problem and he couldn't show up. So, mm -hmm. and then and then fucking we didn't even get to watch all the movie because Steve's girlfriend at the time was being a whiny bitch. And, <laughs> and then we came close to dying because she was freaking out because the place was in a bad neighborhood and she was doing like 90 miles an hour through the fucking place. So I'm sitting there watching a speedometer going, oh, my God, we're going to die. We're going to fucking die, man. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting night. <laughs> yeah. And then a year after that, um. Herbie, the Scottish dude. Remember the Scottish dude? Uh, where's your anus? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's he. Uh, he had done. A, he put on a festival in Illinois, and wanted me and Steve to play it, and uh, also Jap, Josh, Josh from Gas Mask Course. Oh yeah, he's yeah. still around. Do what? He's still around. I see him on Facebook once in a while. Yeah, I remember Gas Mask Course. Yeah, we were <laughs> yeah. supposed to. Uh, we were supposed to. Oh, was you at that show? No, he wasn't. You I wasn't. No, I got. I, I, uh, Rob, you lend me their tape. Yeah. I think you lend me their tape. Oh, I think God. you watched the documentary thing. I did see the documentary. Yeah. 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 But we were supposed to play this, uh, um, this show that he had organized. And earlier in that year, we'd actually, I forgot about this. Steve and I had played a show up in, uh, Terre Haute at some, uh, what was the name of that place? The Harmony Hall. And it was closing. And they decided to have a double show that day, a matinee and a show in the evening. And our noise show was in was the matinee show. It was cool, but it was kind of it kind of sucked at the same time because the sound man was a bit of a wuss and the people was so <laughs> quiet. Was in How do theater. you do quiet noise? <laughs> I mean, it was in a theater and like fucking we could sit in the front row and we were talking and we were louder 
<laughs> on stage was and i'm like i'm sitting there looking at this and i saw the board and i'm like uh you can turn that up dude <laughs> surely this gets louder than this i mean fuck, <laughs> we were louder than this when we did the show at the rake's end in cincinnati hell we were louder when we did the shows here in you know, uh town yeah yeah i'm like damn what is this <laughs> But we played for 20 people and they all stayed. Uh, so I guess that was cool. We didn't get paid though. <laughs> Were you supposed to? <clears throat> no. Oh, okay. No. And then fucking, I ended up having a bit of a falling out with the guy from where's your anus. Cause in 2018, he was doing a festival in where the fuck was that someplace up in Northern Illinois, right. Chicago <laughs> and St. Louis. And he wanted me and Steve and Josh to come out and play. And I wasn't in a very good headspace. And I was like, man, I'm not going to do this. And Steve always has car problems. And they were really bad at that point. And he's like, I don't even know if I can get out there to pick you up. Never mind just making it to Illinois and back. Right. And I was trying to explain it to the dude, to, um, to Herbie. And I'm like, man, this just isn't going to work. And he was coming up with all this shit about, well, maybe you should do this to come out or do, to make it there and this and that. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't know. And finally, I just said, man, look, I'm not I'm not coming. I said, I'm not in a good fucking frame of mind. Um, the last thing I need right now is to be breaking down, crying in a room full of fucking mostly strangers <laughs> and out in the middle of fucking Illinois. You right. know, I just I was not in a good spot. And then he got pissed off at me and he's like, oh, you fucking you screwed everything up and blah, 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 blah. I mean, he still did his show. <laughs> he, got, he got people to fill in our slots, but I, there's a documentary on YouTube. If you look at, and this is a goofy thing. He titled it Indiana noise fest, 2018, even though it was in Illinois. I'm like, why did you call it? That? <laughs> I'm like, I guess, but it doesn't make any sense because if somebody's trying to find it and they look it up and they see it's in, Tolano, I think it was Illinois. They're like, what the fuck? That doesn't make sense. So Jennifer, mm -hmm. what do you want to know about noise music? I know. No so they have me here. They're always talking about music stuff all the time. I don't listen to anything. I only listen to mainstream music. Mm -hmm. Like period. The, um, I don't know like anything about noise music. music. What? Like current top 40 kind of music. I mean, that too, kind of, but like, I'll say alternative mainstream, like not noise music. Uh, <laughs> my favorite band is probably the most obscure band I listen to, and that's Me Without You. Mm. But yeah, see, <laughs> but like, other than that, like today I was listening to like, I don't know, like I listen to pop music, rock music, alternative music, like 90s. 2000s whatever some noise ambush that we're doing around yeah <laughs> the media's uh, gonna call us a cult and we're gonna have to admit that we're a cult and it's not gonna be good for anybody well i mean hell, even me i mean i'm not one of these people that's like some noise purist where i just sit around listening to fucking mazana for 12 hours a goddamn day. Yeah, those those people were fucking horrifying like i mean i, I could honestly i, I, I couldn't yeah. do it would drive I me nuts. I can't yeah. listen. No, like, yeah. Like, I don't believe I them. Style. <laughs> I don't believe them. Like, either like either they're fucking lying or they're, like, fucking Antonin Artaud. Like, like, like in a fucking <laughs> straight jacket. They hear, like, they hear shit in their heads already. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't do that. I'd have yeah. to listen to all kinds of things. I can't just listen to fucking one subgenre or whatever. That's just... Yeah, you need a melody every now and then. Restrictive. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit, dude. It's like when you were talking about noise and stuff. There for a long time, I didn't even record any noise. I didn't do anything from probably about 2018 till, was it early this year or late last year? Were I've you been recording anything? I'd, I'd have to look it up on my uh, band camps. Well, because for, for a long time, my Ghost of Dead Tables page was basically kind of dormant. Yeah, I wasn't. I was focusing more on like acoustic blues and guitar ambience and stuff like that. Hmm. And um, oh, that's right. You sent me all those links. I kept saying yes. I'm going to listen to this, and then I just <laughs> wouldn't because I always well, forget. One time I sent you a link to one track when I was kind of 
starting to dip my toe in that in those waters. And you you came back and you said, when did you start sounding like animal co- animal collective? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> animal collective. You you don't know animal collective? Fuck no. Only band I know with this initials AC is anal cunt. That's it. <laughs> There's a band called Anal Cunt. From you Boston, don't know anal cunt? Yeah, from 80, I don't know anal cunt. I know <laughs> you, don't, anal cunt. you don't know anal cunt. You don't know that classic your kid killed himself because you stuck? <laughs> yeah, Connor, Connor Clapton killed himself because his father's oh music God. sucked. Yeah. That's what the original oh title was supposed to be. But well, that's what the lyrics were. Well, Eric Records made him change it to your kid commute. Your kid committed suicide because your music sucks. Because <laughs> oh, the, the uh, libel laws in the UK are far more stringent than they are in the United States. So oh, that's fair. I actually wrote an essay on that in my semester in uh, Europe, mostly in England. I wrote an essay on libel laws in US versus UK. Uh, that's how fucking Eric Clapton's song sucks so much. <laughs> no, I thought you wrote about him pushing his kid out the window or whatever. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, he had he he already wrote down Tears in Heaven, but he's like, I I'm not gonna be able to sell this without something going first. <laughs> so that was the, that was the preamble. Oh fuck! Um, I fucking hate Eric Clapton so much. Yeah, well, he's like a fucking uh, anti-vax guy now. He's no, already he's ra- he's, yeah, he's a fucking racist piece of shit. He's gone all the and, way. Uh, all the way start with like basic like basic british racism and then like go into like hardcore actual racism and then just anti-vax yeah baker though okay well i don't know laura um thank you by the way for uh contributing to our zine um (laughs) well i did what i could for a while we got we we've got some of your um we got a track from the ghost of dead tables i think it's showdown we got on there and then that's that might be one of the more recent ones we tried to uh, yeah i tried to go marisa i know like uh rob sent the link over and um that, i think it was just that it was that album it was that the green cover right well a lot of them have different <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like aren't all of them just like ms paint like just a solid color and some text in like a barely well, what I do like color. A, a banner fans that site and then i do well uh, well and then later it got to be ms paint because banner fans got all fucked up and I don't know what was going on with their site. Everything was all screwed up. I mean, if I knew how to do like Photoshop and shit, I mean, I do more interesting covers, but I think our early zines were, were formatted on MS paint too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Showdown. I know that's, that's a more recent track. I know from that tile, I just don't know which one it's from, but I was trying to think of what, what I used on that. Cause I had got this thing from a, a dude in the Philippines. Um, it was called the cut up noise thingy or Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a great, is that a pedal name? No, it's a, it's basically just a oh, device. Even better. Fuck and you yeah. can run it on its own. It's a thingy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can run it on its own or you can run it, you know, into a chain or whatever. And right. it's a pretty rad box. I mean, cause you don't really need anything else. I mean, if I wanted to go play a show, you know, in theory, I could use that, a looper, and nothing else. Oh, that's fucking dope. What does it do? Do you have it with you right now? I could go grab it real quick if you want. Yeah, why not? Okay. Here, an example of it. Yes. Hmm. Sweet. I wasn't going to say, yeah, go get it, but I'm glad she's going to get it. Yeah, because I'm curious. (laughs) I want to hear what this thing is. I want to see this fucking thing, yeah. I want to see this thingy. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm more impressed by noise thingies and i am with like pedals and stuff yeah i mean she used to um she was talking about steve amish robots and uh that guy, yeah i i met that guy oh yeah he was there too he had like a coconut yeah. or something he tried he, to he showed me like an unhusked coconut and uh okay so yeah. coconut <laughs> show wait, 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 wait hang on this is the show oh you right? bought something there i i oh, got wait. a hellwich tape yeah Oh, oh no shit! Yeah, this one right here. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, I didn't, fuck I didn't even know that. I, I remember they had merch, but I didn't even bother looking because yeah, it's 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 not even it's it's just um yeah, it's just it's <laughs> yeah. just a C90 with right. with, with hellish written on it. Yeah. Oh, and also Amish Robots dude gave me this thing. Oh, which was that's not him, is it? At, it's not him. No, it was just <laughs> at the bar. There was just a bunch of these at the bar. 
Johnny Felter Snatch, party <laughs> guy and can collecting guru for that all your cross thrusting needs. That was probably something that what's his face had. Probably uh, Billy or somebody. Yeah. Billy wasn't there, was he? Still in here. Are you? Well, wait a minute. Because you... remember, I had Hellwitch play at the 2014 show. Oh, you know, Brandon wasn't at that show. That was just. This was, me this was in a, like a church, bo- like Jennifer. a bar. Oh, you're talking about the church. Apple. Okay, that was a fifth quarter lounge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, we went to the rest. We went yeah, to some right. like pizza place and watched it. I remember that because I remember that because you and Steve Lilly from that tape label showed up because you wanted to see Chump Change which was that thrown together thing I did with the dudes from Drogheda and you're, and we had just finished. Yeah. And I don't remember like, what took us. Shit that it was on, we were going on at seven 30 and I'm like, well, I was all amped up and there was nobody there. So I just said, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> Instead of being, you know, it was being stupid. I should have just told the sound guy, Hey, just tell us at seven 30. Uh, we got to be on stage. Right. But I did the interviews and shit. And then I was just all amped up and I'm just like, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, there's nobody here. No one's fucking watching. No one cares. Yeah, like, let's do it. I mean, I at least saw you do your other anal cunt sort of act with the piano. Oh, the anthropomorphic <sighs> lesbianism set. Yeah, yeah, you filmed that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, that's the thingy. What does it sound yeah. like? Uh, it's noisy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does all kinds of shit. It's got like a really primitive LFO in it. It's got some different noise things i mean it's something you'd have to look up uh look up gen falls g-e-n-t-h-a-l-z okay gen falls trauma that's a good title yeah that's that's a new one that he's got i want to get that fucker but yeah it's it, ha- it does all kinds of fucking cool shit i mean but if you if you go to my uh if you go to the ghost of dead tables page um i know for a fact that the one uh it's a red, white, and blue colored image for the cover, and it's a title in French that I, off the top of my head, I don't remember how the fuck you pronounce it, but it either translates, I think it translates to fourth, because I did it on the 4th of July, but I didn't get it mixed till like the 5th. I don't think that's how you say four. It says quatrine. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's July. I don't know. It's something in French. It's one of the wants one or the other because i wanted it to be in a different language i didn't want to do it in english that's funny we were just talking about um what's that oh it is oh it's fourth that is right okay, okay it's fourth yeah we were just talking about it a bit, a bit ago yeah. um so did you also submit uh some of your fan fiction to the zine i don't know gang fan oh, fiction yeah. we have an excerpt yeah. in that yeah yeah that, that is the, that's that that's be, running that's that's running for sure that ended up being the very last uh story that that whole thing's finished oh it's, shit yeah i never thought i'd get to the point where it was actually going to con- have a, a, a proper conclusion because i had ended up at a point where i was just i was burned out. I couldn't come up with any ideas and the things that I did come up with, I'd start them. I give them about 60% the way there. And just, I hit fucking writer's block and I didn't do shit for a good year and a half. Could you um give Jennifer some context of what this yes. is? <laughs> I want, I, I would, I would also just like context as to what the get along gang. Is. Oh, okay. I guess. Do you actually have, do you have context in the zine about it or do you just have this in there? I, uh, I, I have, well, I have you. I, I asked I, you for an in- intro. Oh, okay, never mind. And then what? that's the context. Everything after that is just it's just the story. It's just the excerpt, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's an excerpt because the final one ended up being what was it? Six parts. And <laughs> oh that's no, yeah, that's nothing. What do you no, mean? I, I remember how long they were. I remember I, oh, I had oh, Jen, you, you I had Jill reading an excerpt yeah. and you I had like yeah, cut down a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, can you, so can you get some context of what the Get Along Gang is and what exactly was going on in your stories? Okay, so real brief, uh, the Get Along Gang was a uh, cartoon show on CBS. It ran in 84 with the original episodes and then ran as reruns, at least in my area, from 84 to 89. Mm. And then, it only lasted one season? Yeah. How many episodes? Uh, 14. 14, wow. Okay. I they last for four years. <laughs> That's longer than Mission Hill. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, the reruns apparently were getting enough, you know, you know, 
high enough ratings that they kept rerunning. Yeah. And then one day it just stopped and I was kind of bummed because I was like, ah, damn. <laughs> I kept holding out thinking eventually they're going to come up with another fucking season, you know, because it takes a while to do that, shit, especially back then. It's not like oh, yeah. now where it's all like computer shit, you know, it was 2D animation. Yeah. How old and were you then? Uh, I was seven when that started. Okay. And then I was like 35. I mean, I got back into it okay. and I told you the story about how that all happened. Right. I don't remember. It might be in the documentary. Um, this was back in the days of noise got the noise guide forum and a bunch of people were like arguing and bickering about stupid shit and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and one of the guys posted a uh, intro to the Gelong gang. It was on, it was on YouTube. They posted a YouTube link to the video and I hadn't thought about the Gelong gang since like 1990. And this is like 2013. But as soon as I saw that, it was like, boom, it just clicked in my memory banks. And I'm like, oh, my God, I <laughs> that forever. And then it just, you know, you know, the story, because I mean, fuck, you've been here. Yeah, you've no, I never I walked into a, we walked into your place and it just get along gang stuffed animals, little plastic figurines, just <laughs> DVDs just over the entire. How is there, how is there so much merch for something that only lasted for 14 episodes? Um. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, probably just the eighties capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. The eighties. I mean, I mean, it's probably still like that with cartoons now, but I mean, that's true. I mean, honestly, the get along gang started because it was uh, a line of greeting cards from American greetings. And, you know, there was, there was, Oh shit. It was one of those cartoons. that was just based on. Right. I mean, there was back in the eighties where they would start <laughs> fucking, they would start putting out toy lines before they had the cartoons. Yeah. Out, right. You know, so it was definitely, but, but that okay. was one of those cartoons that just, it just really resonated with me. And then once I, you know, saw it again, it was like, Oh fuck. Cause most of that stuff, you know, I'm like, I pull up snippets on YouTube and I'm like, oh fuck this. What what is what is the get along gang? Who, who yeah, are the it was a what's the context? So who was the gang? It was a <laughs> it was a group of anthropomorphic animals and they lived in a town called Green Meadow and they would just, you know, get into all kinds of you know different adventures. Some of it was more adventure oriented type stuff, some of it was more of a slice of life type thing. And was it sort of like Care Bears or the Smurfs or something? Like, I actually don't know what um, they did. <laughs> what? <laughs> the yes Smurfs were no. anthropomorphized. Yes and no. I mean, I remember, the, I remember the Smurfs. I mean, yeah, it was kind of in that vein, but it was. What animals were they? You what? What kind of animals were they? Uh, well, in the books, they had. A oh, dozen. there's books. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Wait, there's there was books at, that that were based on the green cards. Yeah, there was books based off of the Get Along Gang. See, when they had the greeting cards in the books, there was a dozen of them. But oh, when yeah. it was a cartoon show, you only had like six primary characters, and you might see some of the others. Like in the oh shit! Thousands. So they're like so before the the show started, it was already kind of like a franchise. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying because they they already had a bunch of shit going with it, okay. and then it just you know I guess and maybe just in the big scheme of things, Wayne um, parody. Can I read the names of the characters from Wikipedia? Sure. <laughs> All right. Montgomery Do some free association Moose. here. Yeah. Montgomery Moose, Dottie Dog, Dad. Wilma Lamb, Zipper Cat, Portia Porcupine, Bingo <laughs> Pierce, <laughs> Bra Breaker Turtle, Rocco Rabbit, <laughs> Rudyard Lion. Um, Rudyard. Flora, Rudyard. Go ahead. Flora Fox, Bernice Bear, Lolly Squirrel, Ketchum Crocodile, Leland Lizard, Officer Growler, Mr. Hoofnuggle. Is it Hoofnuggle or Hoof? Okay. Miss Deering. Uh, this is my favorite one. Susie. <laughs> Wait, was Susie, Susie a person? Uh, no, it's a squirrel. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Mayor. They even have that listed because Susie Squirrel was just in one episode. Wow. <laughs> he was. What was that? that? That was the episode Bingo's Pen Pal, yeah. where Bingo was writing to Susie, but he sent a picture of Zipper and said that was him. And then, whoa, wait, how old are like are, like what? Wait, he trapped her. People, yeah, like um, let's see, what to was be so concerned about? It's probably they were probably about I'd say probably ten. 
Oh, okay. Portia yeah. was probably about eight, but she was a little younger than the than the rest. To deal with Rudyard Lion and how he's in fifty alliterations, you know. Uh, Rudyard Lion was um, he was only shown in the uh, pilot episode that was on Nickelodeon. Oh, so it was a later uh, one. Before it became a series on CBS. Oh, before it was. Yeah. Oh, so he was he was Pete Bested. He was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but he didn't play drums. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, there. I think there was another one that was like that too that she might have mentioned. I don't really remember. But um, because like when they did the there was a pilot episode on Nickelodeon because it was done by a different animation company, they had a different voice cast. Hmm. Um, you'd see Rudyard Line in that, but I mean, you did see him in the CBS one, but it was very much a background character. Yeah, like it, on the show like the CBS cartoon that I watched, you had like Montgomery Moose, Dottie Dog, Woma Lamb, Portia Porcupine, uh, Bingo Beaver, Zipper Cat. Uh, was that everybody? I think. It says those are the main ones. And then there's also Mayor Bascom Badger, Schneider <laughs> Squirrel, Hocus Hair and- I mentioned in the books. Yeah. yeah. Hocus Hair and Pocus Possum. Those were mentioned in like, I think there were some comics they had in the UK because apparently in the UK it was much more popular what and went for a little longer and they had this huge like comic book line. And I think that's the only time that uh, the hare and the possum were mentioned at all because you never saw them in any of the things that was done in America. I didn't realize they had so many different stories already. Yeah, and I'm going to tag myself ahead. I'm Portia Porcupine. She's the youngest <laughs> member of the gang. She is inquisitive and curious and tends to cry or throw tantrums when frustrated. <laughs> That's me. That that really describes her more from like one fucking book, though, than it does the whole damn show. Some of those descriptions kind of... She's, she has more dimensions than that. You, should, you should go, you should edit the Wikipedia. Who who fucking who wrote yeah, someone things? has it out for fucking Porsche Burke. <laughs> who wrote yeah. Yeah, that's some that's Man, some slanderous I'd, bullshit. I'd love to know, bastard. So, so what did it so what did it uh why did it resonate with you? What what about I don't know. It was just like because I remember um there's a whole segment. Well, I mean, if you've seen the documentary, you'll know because during the anthropomorphic lesbianism well let me try and spit that out again. During the anthropomorphic lesbianism segment of Rob's documentary. That's pretty much what we talked about. We didn't even talk about what was the musical inspiration for that act. You did. <laughs> That's that, right. That's no, right. You said, no, you said it was, um, you said the, the concept was imagining some psycho walking into a piano bar and playing anal cunt songs. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> That's when we were by the fucking barns, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. it was at a livestock auction barn. When we, when we did that segment, I was so fucking out of it. Yeah, well, that was early in the day. I slept like two fucking hours the night before because I got woke up at 8.30 in the morning. This gets mentioned in the documentary. Because I got woke up at 8.30 in the morning. The people at the fairgrounds called me and they said, hey, we can't do the show at the building that you want. And I'm thinking they're going to shut it down. Yeah. And fucking apparently a bunch of water pipes had burst around the oh, building. Jack. It was all dug up. And then I had to do a show down the street. So I, I was like half asleep trying to message email people, trying to message people, letting them know, Hey, what the fuck? You know, we got to figure out what's going on here. And just, <laughs> so when you guys did that segment, I'm surprised that I had anything to say that made any fucking sense. Yeah. You were pretty <laughs> manic from what I remember. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and plus I really doing those shows were fun, but I remember it's being very stressful. Like people just not didn't a good idea. Up. Yeah, because yeah. you have to wear a lot of fucking hats. Yeah, I remember it was like and two I, hours there where there was just nobody. Like the next act just didn't come, and you're just like, "The fuck are we doing? Like, where are these people?" Well, fucking remember because that's when we had fucking that one chick Betty didn't show up. Right. And the thing about that is she was in town. <laughs> she was there. Well, what else was, are you gonna do in Columbus, Indiana? <laughs> No, it was fucking, it was insane. She came from wherever she lived in, in Wisconsin all the way out here to the fucking sticks of Indiana just to go bar hopping. That's in what she did. Columbus, in Columbus? Indiana. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> I've heard they got a nice architecture. They do. That was, a, that was fun. And that's actually. it. Like, yeah. And then I had a radiation sickness. They were fucking late. 
Uh, oh god, that, that was a crazy. They acted yeah. like they didn't even want to be there. Yeah, I mean, it, it should be said you were paying all these people too. Like, yeah, I mean, granted, like, granted, you know, most everybody got two hundred bucks other than Hellwitch, but you know, damn. yeah, I mean, that's not bad. Money playing music in my life. Yeah, I mean, I've never made money doing anything, but I've never made a damn dime. I lost <laughs> money doing all the shows that I did. Yeah, I lost thousands of dollars. I've gotten like twenty bucks in drink tickets. <laughs> get that <laughs> hell i i bought drinks at the house show and i had to pay for them <laughs> i mean i do i mean that's like something i've always admired about you though it's like i've always appreciated that like you i don't think you said you didn't do shows before you just started putting on those festivals in the middle of fucking nowhere in indiana <laughs> like yeah i um, did it because there was nowhere else to play it was like yeah uh, but and then was- i got tired of it because after the second time i'm like fuck this we'd already put the plans in motion for the the show in Indianapolis yeah. by the time the other show came around because on the video of radiation sickness, when they were doing the mic switching shit, because mm-hmm. my stupid ass had a mic cable that was shorted out and I forgot to throw it away that <laughs> night. And I accidentally brought it and I didn't realize that that's what was happening. I mean, I, I mean, back to your shows though. Like I mean, that's what I appreciate it. Just that like, you just, I mean, it's like sort of like a field of dreams for noise thing, like just just building. Well, they, they won't come. <laughs> well, I mean, I came. I know. I, well, hey, we had eleven people that time. That was a lot better than the one the first time. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's just. I can't think of anything cooler than that. Just putting on noise shows in the middle of like one of the most conservative states in one of the smallest in the most conservative town in the most conservative county. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Tell. But I just, got tired of that though, real quick. Oh, was, I mean, I imagine. But the you know, fact he did it at all is still more than I've ever done. Well, I hated it because I wasn't able to fucking pay people what I thought they were worth because I was already having to pay 800 bucks just to get the building. Right. I'm like, fuck. You know? So that's mm-hmm. why I started doing the stuff in Indianapolis and I didn't have to pay a dime. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So. But it really wasn't much better. I mean, yeah, sure. The first time, 2015, there was 45 people, which. To me, that was awesome. I'm like, hell yeah, I got 450 bucks. I still lost 1550. <laughs> I was like, 450, awesome, cool. Yeah. And then the next time it was supposed to be like a fest, I was gonna have the main show and I was gonna book like five like regional bands from around Indiana. And I realized real quick, I'm like, oh fuck, I can't afford this. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'll try to be real quick with this. Okay. The day that this whole thing kicked off in Indiana, the whole thing with the pandemic, with the, you know, exploding in Indiana, yeah. I went to South Bend for some surgery. Oh, I, sure. was having, I was having some sebaceous cysts removed from my scalp. They're oh, taking Jesus. me into the fucking operating theater. Oh, man. Sorry. I'm a big pimple popper person. So, like, I'm excited <laughs> by what you're talking about. You ain't going to pop these. <laughs> popping this shit. This is. <laughs> You got to have this shit excised from your scalp. They have to put your ass <laughs> under and cut you open. Oh, I watch. I watch all of that on YouTube. Ooh, how? Take it out back and step. I love it. I mean, how do we know? You might have even seen on. it. <laughs> I, I remember seeing a scene like that from a oh, God damn it. What was that movie? Fuck. The fly. No, 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 no. Damn it. I care. Uh-huh. No, was it gross out? Oh, I have no. Ah, that's gonna drive me nuts now. But there was some damn movie where they did a zoom in, like a zoomed in shot on some chick popping her pimple. It was some weird wacky comedy thing, and I'm like, oh, oh okay. god. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I went in for this surgery, and you know they're asking me the million same questions, blah blah blah. How you feeling? No big deal. You go in. I'm coming out, and I came out of the anesthesia. Everything was cool, which was a first because anesthesia always fucked me up. So yeah. this was the first time it never did. And then they're telling me, oh, you can't stay. I was supposed to stay for overnight observation. And we're like, why? And they're like, well, they've issued a COVID emergency throughout the state of Indiana. Oh, it's shit. That didn't even occur to me. They just kicked you out? More or less. They said, you got to oh. go. My mom had a scheduled surgery. She had like her kidneys were functioning at like 50%. And like, by the way, my grandmother died, like had kidney problems and had to have transplants and shit her whole life. And they were just like, oh, well, this is an elective surgery. So you, you, we're going to have to reschedule it for like months ahead. Luckily, like, I don't oh. know. They, she was able to get the surgery 
a few months later and like everything is fine with her now but like Wow. I just remember being like, how is this elective? Like, what if some... Yeah. <laughs> I, I need your kidneys. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing that during the pandemic. It's like learning, well, learning that, that like elective surgery just means you won't die like today if you don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So, yeah. So, and we were staying at this motel because it was all the way, well, hotel. And it was because it was all the way up in South Bend. And, you know, it's a long damn drive for my mother. Yeah. That's like so, five hours, isn't it? And it sucked because it was a nice place, but everything was shut down because <laughs> of the pandemic. So I'm stuck in this fucking hotel room with my mother and I'm wanting to just fucking go nuts because I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> and then I had this whole plan because I was going to stay at her house for like six weeks because I had a I had a huge cyst on the back of my head and I had one behind this. No, it was this year. So I couldn't monitor the wounds to make sure nothing was like hair growing in them or not getting infected. Oh. Yeah, like you really want to know that. Prevent hair uh, from growing in your wounds. What the fuck? They didn't you shave what? your head or anything? They shaved around the areas. They uh, okay. shaved my head. How do you stop your hair from growing? Yeah. Well, just you just shaved. have to monitor it. And if shit's going that way, you just got to kind of move it, I guess. <laughs> and I would tie my hair off in all these weird knots and shit. It was ridiculous. I had like seven hair ties all over my fucking head. Oh, wait, didn't put like a bandage on it? Well, there was that too. No, oh, okay. No, I'm thinking of a different surgery. <laughs> no, that time, no. Uh, no, I've been under the knife so many fucking times. It's ridiculous. Uh. So, but yeah, so but my point is, so once it's, you know, I was going to spend like six weeks at my mother's, mother's house while she monitored this shit. And then I would go back home. And then I was like, you know, this was before the COVID thing hit in the state. I'm like, well, once this shit heals, I can get out and about, you know, and really start to work towards finally fucking getting back in fucking shape, you know, because I've fucking been overweight my whole fucking life. Mm. And then this whole pandemic happened and <laughs> that screwed everything up. Yeah. And I remember that night that I was going back home. Oh my God. I had to go to the grocery store because I had no food in my place. Cause you know, I was going to be there for six weeks. I didn't want no food in my fridge or freezer. Right. Oil. Yeah. I had never been so nerve wracked to be grocery shopping in my life. That's before we had masks and everything. Yeah, exactly. I'm walking around. I'm trying my best to stay away from people and you can't in a packed fucking Kroger. Oh fuck. With like, packed. I was just, Oh man. I was, I was just, I was damn near shaking the whole fucking time. It took me like hours, literally hours. Once I got back home to calm down. Cause I was just, I was a wreck. Yeah. I'm like, oh man. What if I get infected, man? God damn. I have enough health problems. I don't need this. Okay. shit. <laughs> so I live in Richmond, Virginia and yeah. like where we live, it's like a pretty big city. And like, right. we had a pretty like, I don't know, like liberalish government at the time. Now they, they elected a Republican, but they, um, but anyway, so we had strict mask mandate rules and stuff. And like everybody in my house was working school or doing school from home. And, you know, I was like, like, we were really careful. We got like, we even did like grocery pickup. We didn't really go anywhere except like maybe like doctor's appointments. And then my grandfather died in like at the end of May or early June, 2020. And we had just like not gone anywhere. And so it was like. I, and so I went to my hometown of Cleveland, Tennessee, and it's a very conservative town. It's a very like church oriented town. And so I, I was like, I, I was talking, I was like with Daniel, um, one of my partners. And I was like, should we go down to the, my grandfather's funeral? He was like, yeah. And so we just went us two, and we went down there and it was like a different planet to what I was used to. Cause I, where I was, people were following rules. They were doing mask mandates. Nobody was doing anything in person in Cleveland, Tennessee. It was like COVID it was never happened. I didn't have like, people act around here. And yeah. it, I mean, I was just, it was, it was the almost, it was such like cognitive dissonance. I have a picture of my husband being the only one wearing a mask, w carrying the casket at the Paul bear, like at the funeral. <laughs> Oh my and God. like that's quite the image and like <laughs> wow dude and then like it was just like so scary and like uh, people were just having in-person church at full capacity like i know i've seen stuff about them 
and like and then so like then we went home and we were like whoa like that was crazy right like it was just really like intense experience and then two weeks later I see my church the one who did the funeral and like the one I like grew up in was in the news because they had had some huge in-person meeting that ended up with multiple people catching COVID and dying from it oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) anything else or should we sign off I don't know I'll just I'll add this this album since we're talking about politics and uh, the pandemic and anal cunts. Bring up this album. Oh, anal (laughs) cunts. What's really funny about that is a lot of people totally missed the point what that project was because uh, it's a one fucker from cattle cattle decapitation and there's somebody from some other band. Pinback and Goblin Cock. Kettle Decapitation and Goblin Cock. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, Goblin Cock, they're like a viral band. People love posting their their uh, stuff on Twitter, their uh, album covers. Is that right? Yeah. It's funny because there's a lot of people who are like right-wingers and shit, and they're like, yeah, this is great. And even yeah. Josh Martin, when he was still alive, he was the last guitarist that played for Anal Cunt. He was a big fan of theirs, and it's like... really. But the funny thing about it is I read an interview with that vocalist from Cow Decapitation, whatever the fuck his name is. I never Travis, liked it. Travis Ryan. Travis, okay. I never liked that band, so I didn't care. But he was there was an interview with him and he was talking about that project and he's like, everybody's missed the fucking point. He's like, they think that we're like they think we're like heralding Trump. No, we hate his fucking gut. I don't know how you can misconstrue it. Like, I yeah, mean you can see you can see Trump <laughs> right there. Well, honestly, dude, the scene, the scene is full of fucking idiots. Yeah. yeah. I love the music, but I hate the fucking scene. It's and literally called have. anal Trump. They literally I'll, replaced the word cunt with Trump. Like, I'll, uh, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll read off a few of the uh, a few of the song titles. Yeah. Uh, mammograms are gay. <laughs> um, breastfeeding is gay. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Nugent is cool. <laughs> Dave Mustaine is cool. Oh, so they they might have actually taken this literally then. Yeah, Trump Tower has the best taco bowls. <laughs> um this is maybe a little too ironic. I can see why. Song. Dropping bombs, we'll dropping bombs, we'll dropping bombs. And I'm like a smart person. I'm like a smart person. <laughs> I like a what? There's a hundred songs on this. Smart yeah, and it's only one side. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you, you have One-sided that. LP and a hundred songs each. That was Joyful Noise, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> wasn't that Joyful Noise release? What's that? Wasn't that a Joyful Noise release? Uh, this isn't. This was a Joyful Noise release, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They're in Indianapolis. Really? They are an indie. Yeah. They're an indie ba- they're an indie label. Yeah, well, they're awesome. Better, uh, maybe they have a better stable of artists than JL America has. Do they have a fucking stable? Like, do they have artists? I don't think they have. They oh, just have they, like I don't know. I didn't know that was a label. It's just funny you mentioned it being from Indianapolis because the last time I remember um any label being based out of Indiana, period, let alone Indianapolis, that dealt with anything had anything to do with metal was this god-awful label called JL America, and they had, like, the worst fucking bands. And I remember uh, buying a cassette of theirs, Brutal Aggression Comp, in 92, and that was the only time I ever bought a fucking cassette in my life, and I fucking... I returned it to the fucking record store. Jesus. <laughs> I, was, I was like, this fucking sucks. Can Who's I on this label? Credit? Who, are, who are these bands? Uh, Morpheus Descends, which actually Morpheus Descends was probably the only decent band that they had. Uh, Morpheus Descends, Doom Snake Cult, uh, Behar- was this like grindcore or what is this? Grindcore, death metal, black okay. metal. It was all over the place, but that that was one of the worst fucking things I'd ever heard in my life. I was like, Jesus Christ, this these guys are shit. This just Jeez. this is garbage. 
but that's just funny. I didn't know it was from Minneapolis. That's oh yeah, Joyful Noise is the best. Yeah, I don't um, think they have like a roster though. They just no, they do. They have Jad Fair. They have Deerhoof. They have. I, uh, I feel like they. The, I feel like they mostly release stuff that Polyvinyl does not want. Like that's too specialized for Polyvinyl to do. I mean, they were originally doing all the Polyvinyl cassettes. I think. Yeah. Like that's how they got like Dinosaur Junior and of Montreal and stuff originally. Right, and they got like like the Kinsella folks to like to do shit. Yeah, but I mean, like artist in residence this year is Yonatan Gat. Um, they Wasn't did, that, didn't you see him at like the fucking free? Sh- yeah, that's where show? I first heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Sebado was on them, and then they left. But now, uh, what's his name? The Sebado Dinosaur Junior guy, uh, Ferrar. What the fuck's his name? Um. The guy from Dinosaur Jr. and Sebado? Yeah. Lou Barlow? Lou Barlow, yeah. He, he did a, he's done a couple solo stuff for them since. They have Kishi Bashi right. from uh, the the violin guy. They have uh, they have a lot of people on their roster, actually. Okay. I yeah. didn't, I thought they just like they like those art like the artists that they worked with were already were on other labels, but they like they dealt with like this like specialty releases. I think that's how they started and then they sort of evolved into their own thing because okay. people started yeah. releasing their own cassettes. Do they have like a people from Indiana? Like, do they have like Indiana artists? The only one I can think of offhand was um, Lil Bub, the cat. Okay, that's what, <laughs> what, that? what, what the hell are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I live in a fucking bubble when it comes to music. Honestly, the only fucking time I ever paid attention to anything that was going on and was current was when I was booking shows. Yeah. Once that was done, I just went back into my bubble. <laughs> I'm like, Fuck Fair it. enough. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know how to be current with shit anymore. Yeah. All right. I got to get out of here. Well, y'all would suck at Hurdle. That's what I've been playing every day. The hell what is that? What the fuck is so Hurdle? it's like Wordle kind of, but like is Wordle. You don't know what happened. Wordle is. Wordle is. Oh god, Steve talks about Wordle all the fucking time. What, like, what in the fuck is Wordle? Dude? Wordle is you have to guess a word that a five letter word every day. They and and you there's a new word every day, and you have to guess what the word is. And if the Six letters five. are wrong, they go off on the keyboard. And if the letters are right but in the wrong order, they turn yellow. It, Rob and I I ruined it for Rob the other day. Yeah. And um. And then if you get it right, it turns green. And you just have to guess the word in like five tries or six tries? Six tries. Okay, hmm. six tries. And oh, um it's a fortune. It's a little fortune. Yeah. Hurdle, hurdle is a variation where they play one second of a song and you try to guess it. And then it goes up to like, I think either 15 or 20 seconds. And you have to guess the and if they only do the beginning of the song, you have to guess the song. And uh, I've gotten I've gotten the songs like probably four out of six since i've started doing it and like three of them i got on the first try like the first second yeah i don't think i could do that i know i couldn't i'm like fuck i don't yeah i don't they should do a noise music hurdle for like you guys (laughs) it's the same sound every day (laughs) it's even with noise who did it It's kind of this. It's still the same idea of me being in a bubble because I mean, fuck. I still listen. I just listened to the same shit that I was listening to. You know, good lord, this tells you how fucking long this has been. I don't know. It takes me like years ago. It takes me repeat listens to realize that I had actually heard the song before. So yeah, you know, I I just still listen to you know fucking Mazana and fucking smelling Quim and shit like that. Shit that I got into when I first started listening to actual noise. Yeah, I don't know who I don't know new noise artists. Really. I know I had, eviction. If I had done it. the shows. I wouldn't have known any anyone new or any myself. Yeah, I just don't pay attention. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go. Yep. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Bro. What you do? Oh, <gasps> Rock on. Oh, my cat just stepped on a button too. So now it's playing like outro. I'm gonna go on a deep dive of this show. Portia obviously has to be the next. That's okay. me. That's me, Porsche Porcupine. Those are the only ones I have because all the ones that I, all that shit that, that you saw, yeah, all that stuff is long fucking gone. What happened to it? Fucking, there was some loser meth head that had moved into my apartment. Oh no. They had bed bugs. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. They, they infested my fucking building. Oh fuck. 
and fucking I had to throw out furniture. I had to get rid of all of my dolls. That fucking futon that used to be yeah, right over yeah. here that had all those dolls on it. All that shit was infested. Oh, that man. sounds awful. Oh, yeah, I, I was biggest fears. I, I was in tears when I had Mine to do too. it. It's sucked. Yeah, no, I'm so sorry. That's so awful. I got those two back, and that's pretty much it. This, yeah, this I place doesn't look anything like it did when you was here that time. Huh. Now it's just fucking. There's music equipment fucking everywhere. <laughs> that's cool, at least. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But I had to show them. I thought, what the hell? Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah. All right, I'll talk to all of you. Yeah. Well, if you want to have me, have me back on, then I can actually talk more about the story stuff because I know you know how I am on tangents. Yeah, sure. Down the line, yeah. Sorry, we'll do some noises. Yeah. I'll talk about that. Yeah. I want to hear that thingy.